We just made a big trade in Celsius Holdings, ticker symbol C-E-L-H. They are the company behind the Celsius energy drink that's been blowing up the past couple of years. It's positioned as a healthier, better tasting fitness drink. They say it boosts metabolism and burns body fat, and they hope to heat up the $85 billion energy drink business led by Monster and Red Bull and Bang these days. Celsius is different because it has vitamins and minerals and ginseng and green tea, and they say only the best ingredients without artificial preservatives or flavors or aspartame or high fructose corn syrup, the kind of kind of the opposite of the caffeine and chemical formula that has uh, made the energy drink sector what it is. The stock has been on fire. It's up 4,000% in the last four years, which sounds insane and begs the question, are we too late? Today on Dumb Money, why we just went all in on Celsius. This is Dumb Money Live. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey there, Dave here along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. Welcome to Dumb Money Live. First things first, congrats to our hometown, Texas Rangers World Series champions for the first time ever, reminding half the city that baseball still exists. Uh, Also, reminder to smash the almighty like button for the almighty YouTube algorithm. Like the smash, smash the like. Chris Jordan, welcome. I feel like I'm... Dude, Jordan, they're having the parade. They're having the world. By the way, Dave, best background ever, man. Now I understand why you bought that house. Um, I need more light in here. It's the the artificial light that the uh, Mac. Yeah, you're a little, you're a little washed out, but the background's awesome. The background is worth it to have Dave washed out. I it just makes me happy looking behind you now, Dave. It's hard to it's hard to know. Jordan, the Texas Rangers are having their parade in your old backyard, your old neighborhood. Yeah, they're doing it. I think it's tomorrow afternoon. We we have friends that are taking their boys to go. Uh, They're taking them out of school and they're going to go watch the parade. Dude, it's what a what a fail having the first ever World Series parade in one of the biggest cities in the country in a deep suburbia land of parking lots and chain restaurants. Yeah, I mean, I can't, even, <laughs> I can't even think of a worse atmosphere for the viewing, first- Viewing party on the rooftop of the Applebee's. No joke. I mean, that's what I think of. There's Applebee's there. Like that's that's the highlight of, our, no offense, Jordan. I know it used to be your old neighborhood for small- Wait, what? what's the offense about the- <laughs> Your old neighbor, you live there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> remember yeah, we, we just lived there joke. for the lake and i don't have any special attachment to arlington you, you, you remember we used to joke lake. with jordan about can you see the uh is the judge roy scream uh pond from six flags in your backyard <laughs> we could not we saw the we saw the lake <laughs> oh my gosh all right yeah by the way guys yeah we'll talk about elf later in the episode i do want to talk about that but right now but we, um we, we do need to talk guys. about our topic of the day, Celsius, and I want to start with a fun fact. One of their competitors, Monster Energy, has been one of the best performing stocks of all time. Like 40,000% gain over a 10-year period. Over the last 20 years, the number one performing stock in the world. Does, does that even make sense? Like what is what the market for energy drinks is just unfathomable. Dave. Dave, it does make sense. And in this episode, I am going to give you the 10 reasons why I went all in on Celsius. 10 reasons. And that's one of them. 
The reason why Monster is one of the best performing, if not the best performing stock of like the last 20 years is because they sell a drug. They sell a legal yeah. drug, Dave. Look at the history of tobacco. Look at the history of, of alcohol. Um, they are selling a legalized drug. And I tweeted it this morning. Caffeine is the new alcohol and Celsius is the new coffee. That's all you need to know about this trade. That's it. That's it. That's all you need to know. But I will give you 10 reasons why I went all in on Celsius, even though we are not financial advisors. And I want you guys who are watching today to come up with your own reasons why you do or do not want to go in on this trade. Do your own homework, please. Get in the Discord. I want this to be an active subject in the Dumb Money Discord. But before we get started, guys, can I just give a little bit of credit to Jonah Lumpton? Uh, Jonah is a financial content creator. He's been around for a while. He has his own channels. He's pretty big on Twitter. I actually did his podcast uh, this past year. And although I've been following Celsius for years, Jonah was one of the very first kind of financial creators to go all in on Celsius very early on, like from the beginning days. It's one of his, I think it's his number one position. And he has been kind of trying to get me to go all in on research. And I finally listened to him. I put my 60 hours in. Guys, I'm not joking. I put 60 hours of research just on Celsius over the past month or so before making this decision. It is a high conviction trade for me, which you know doesn't happen. Ding, ding, ding. High conviction does not happen often on this show. If I were no. in my home studio, I have a button that we'd have a, an alarm go off. But it, it doesn't it, happen. It, no, it, it's a high conviction trade, which is treated a little bit differently in today's market. If it was a high conviction trade in a normal market, it would be an obscene amount of money and leverage I would put behind it. But because of today's volatile world that we live in and market, I had to tone down the degree of leverage and just how big I went into this trade. But it's still it's still high conviction trade for me. And I can't wait to tell you guys why. Um, I don't know. Before I tell you guys why, do you have any kind of just gut? Like, what's your kind of gut reaction to Celsius? Have you guys had the drink? Do you know? Have you been following it the last few years? Have you been seeing it? Like, what's your just reaction to the product, the brand, the traction? Um, yeah, I don't drink energy drinks. So I've never tried it. I've never tried a Monster. I have had a Red Bull. A Red Bull and Hendrix, but uh, but never just a Red Bull. the the whole The whole space is not for me. It's for people. I think probably ten to fifteen years, maybe twenty years younger than me, and I think that's fine. I think that uh, there might be a little. From what I see, I think there's a a preference for a Celsius versus a coffee, or at least that you're gonna maybe do your coffee early and you're gonna do your Celsius throughout the day, and it's gonna be what gets you through your workday. Um, people use it as like a pre-workout, which I think is nuts. Um, but I, I, I think the, what I noticed about Celsius is a, that their branding is on point. I think it's great. Uh, it's a lot cleaner than any of the other energy drinks. Um, but also, um, just from the perception, I feel like it's the healthiest alternative of any of the energy drinks out there. And I think that, uh, just with all the craze of the different, you know, diet drugs that are going on or just just people understanding what goes into their uh what goes into their what goes into their drinks or foods and people are understanding this added sugar issue um and celsius kind of bucks that added sugar trend in the energy drink space so i think those two reasons um i think that celsius stands apart from the rest of them from my so perspective i've i've seen celsius Basically, it was a brand nobody has ever heard of that just started popping up and it actually got like more word of mouth than others. Uh, I don't like energy drinks. I don't think that uh, Monster is just disgusting. Can't drink it. I think uh, Red Bull is disgusting. Uh, you have to cut your Red Bull with vodka to even make it palatable. Um, that's just a personal opinion. 
And I know people love this stuff and it's flying off the shelves, but it's not drinkable. Uh, Celsius so is one that I, I have not sought out a Celsius. In doing research for this, I was so wanting to go buy one just to try it because in researching and hearing what people say online and hearing what the, the phenomenon is, it sounds great. It sounds like, okay, this is something that people are drinking as a coffee alternative. This is something they're drinking for breakfast. This is something they're drinking pre-workout. That's the, I guess, the biggest use case. For me, that sounds like a good coffee alternative. I really wanted to buy it. I'm in Mexico right now, which is not a market they're in. Not until 2024. We're going to talk about their expansion plans, I, I hope, a lot, because I think that is one of the main reasons that I'm interested in this stock. Um, but yeah, I want to try it now, and I, I can't get my hands on one. Okay, Dave, so let's talk about the sector. And what's fascinating here is, again, it, it's a drug. Caffeine's a, it's a big drug. And if you look at the history of tobacco and you look at the history of alcohol, those are two things that, for the most part, tasted or ex the experience of them from a taste profile or an odor profile was horrible forever, right? You, you, you smoke a cigarette for the first time. Are you thinking, gosh, this is just the most beautiful experience I've ever had? Absolutely. You drink your first sip of alcohol, assuming that it wasn't even vodka, like it's something darker than that like when you're in high school right maybe a jack has a or something. yeah you're you're not, you're not thinking wow this is the tastiest most easily consumable thing i've ever had you're like this is disgusting but it's a drug and eventually you kind of get used to it well what's so fascinating about energy drinks is that monster became one of the fastest growing companies <clears throat> of all time as did quite honestly red bull as well even though red bull is a private company with a flavor profile that was horrible, horrible. But people were so addicted to the way it made you feel that they got accustomed to it. So here comes Celsius. And Celsius actually produces not only the first relatively good tasting energy drink, because I'm telling he, you guys. You've had it, I'm sure, Chris. What what is, what is your thoughts on the actual taste? Because that's the one thing that everybody seems to say this is great, but they're it, comparing it, it to drinking like medicine syrup that makes Dave, that has two hundred milligrams of caffeine. Dave, it is undeniable, undeniable that Celsius is the best tasting energy drink in the world. But Just spend ten minutes. Would, would, is it something you would actually drink if you weren't? wanting an energy drink is it just good enough to drink on its own the way many people say, are, many water people, would be yes yes many people are obsessed with the taste profile of celsius energy drinks in fact one of the most common viral videos on tiktok for celsius are people doing their celsius taste test and ranking their favorite celsius flavors from one to ten and when they release a new flavor they just released a new flavor, I think, at, um, God, it's only one location of gas station. I forget what they're called, like Speed. God, what, what, what's that gas station called? Anyway. Speedway? I, what? Speedway, yes. They only released it at Speedway. It's like it's like called, it's some one of their vibe pr flavor pro profiles. And people would drive to go try to find them so that they can taste them and review them. And it's it's a weird, weird cult following they have but let, let me explain what they're doing here guys they not only have the best flavor for profile and the first good tasting energy drink but if this is the decade of the woman and i believe that it is and this is the decade of health and i believe that it is i've been talking about those two things a lot uh celsius is bringing energy to females and to the health sector now we can debate all day long whether it's actually better for you or not it's probably better for you than the others but it's certainly i don't view it as anything that's remotely healthy that aside the perception is that it is either healthy or healthier than any of the other energy drinks and that's all that matters because they have the first mover advantage on healthy energy 
they are the first energy drink ever, ever to dominate females, okay? Females love this energy drink. Females do not drink Monster. They generally do not drink Red Bull. You don't see females with those big black cans, it, that disgusting taste. No, Celsius developed an energy drink for females. And their demos are roughly 50-50, okay? 50% women, 50% men. Their demos are much younger than Monster and Red Bull. Additionally, um, they are catering to the health market. So people that work out, right? People that go to the gym, people that jog, uh, they are kind of position themselves as this healthier energy. But what's even more important, and I think maybe the most exciting thing that Celsius has done that kind of blows my mind is they've actually changed how people consume energy. Historically, people consume energy as an impulse purchase, right? I want to be caffeinated. I need to wake up, right? I need some energy for this job or to get through the rest of the day. And they'll go out and they'll buy an energy drink. Celsius has changed energy to become a daily consumption thing. So people actually drink Celsius for breakfast, like they drink it. With yeah, they want coffee. you to. They want you to buy it in the twelve pack, right? And just it's in your fridge or the case. It's in, it's in your it, fridge all the time. It's not it's a point of sale. It's it's a it's a coffee coffee replacement in many cases. Okay, so which by the way, it's actually a better priced coffee alternative. Depending on you know if you make you know we I've got a we make our own cappuccinos, but if you go buy a cappuccino from Starbucks, you're talking three fifty four dollars. I don't even know. You know, it's Celsius, you're paying a fraction of that. And so, a fraction of that, you're paying like two yeah. bucks tops. Yeah. And the, the, the reality it's, it's is that going into a recessionary environment, item. this is a trade down caffeine product, which is really interesting in a recession. Which doesn't stain your teeth. Um, you know, it doesn't have all the dairy. So if you're, you know, lactose, then there's some of those things. It, once you go Celsius, you generally don't go back. To coffee, you generally don't go back to other energy drinks. So once you once they can get you to try a Celsius, their repeat purchase rate is extraordinarily high. Okay, so that said, we have the first female friendly energy drink, the first health friendly energy drink, the first energy drink that you actually consume on a daily basis. In many cases, drinking it for breakfast, drinking it for lunch, it's absolutely wild. Okay. Um, I also believe that Monster and Red Bull, the two market leaders, have become stale brands. They've had their heyday. They're stale brands. Um, they haven't innovated as well as they should have over the past few years. They have not reinvented themselves. Uh, they're still doing exceptionally well, but they've left a really big umbrella for a company like Celsius to come in and dominate this new space and actually expand the energy market. So Celsius is taking a little bit of market share, but they're mostly expanding the energy market, which, by the way, I think is expected to like double over the next five to eight years. Um, OK, here's where it gets super interesting for Celsius. A lot of the success for Monster was due to a strategic partnership that they struck with Coca-Cola about nine years ago, where Coca-Cola came in, partnered with Monster and said, we are going to be your distributor here in the U.S. and globally. And over the past decade, Monster has gotten into every single cold door in the world, meaning every convenience store, every gas station, every grocery store, every big box store. If they have a cold door, Monster is in it. That's why Monster is a 50 to $60 billion company today because of Coca-Cola. Now, Coca-Cola and Pepsi and the other major beverage companies have all attempted 
to do their own forms of energy. In fact, this last year, Coke actually released Coke energy and then canceled the entire product. It was such a bomb. They are now realizing that you can't just come to the market with an energy product. There's a thousand energy products. They all fail. Almost every one of them fails. Okay. People get addicted to their favorite energy product, right? The way that you get addicted to your favorite coffee. Um, they can have, they can have a, a following, but unless they have the kind of massive distribution that a Coke or a Pepsi can provide, they just don't, they don't have a way to truly compete because even if they can do that direct shipping where they, you know, ship it to a grocery store and the grocery store can put it on the shelf, that's not, that's not a way to grow globally. And well, I think that's the thing, Dave. This is a growth story, doors. right? And so this stock is priced for growth. And if it doesn't grow, things can go sideways. But that, uh, and I think that's where Chris is going with all this is the growth story behind this. Yes. So what last year, right? because there's two things. There's one, you know, that's it's they're they're kind of creating mm -hmm. their own category, right? Which they're 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 pushing into different you know demographics than Monster was, which is great. But can they also cannibalize? um some of monsters um success and then the third thing is you know where is it going to be distributed to well and for the so, longest time there was no distributor available because pepsi was tied up with rockstar which they had this like exclusive arrangement with and in order to be able to and, and rockstar was n not doing as well as what coke was distributing and so they wanted out of that and they had to actually buy rockstar for like what was it four billion dollars or something Four billion. in order to yeah. stop distributing Rockstar. Uh, <laughs> and then they, they switched to Bang, which, uh, that, you know, failed miserably doing better, but not it's <laughs> it's not able to compete with Monster. Uh, Bang had Bang a Super Bowl ad, didn't they? By Anheuser-Busch. And when Pepsi took Bang, it's like this whole like interwoven soap opera of competing brands. But and so I suppose Dave, now free, to... we don't have an energy drink. So they were able to look on the market and say, oh, look, this Celsius, people seem to really but... like this. There's something different. And then they started distributing it. So here's the thing, guys. Pepsi, the world's second largest beverage distributor, is not growing except for increasing pricing, right? So they do not have products that are really massively growing market share. As a, as a company, Pepsi is not really growing except for price increases. And they are desperate, desperate to find actual organic growth. So last year, Pepsi invested roughly half a billion dollars into Celsius at roughly a $6 billion valuation and became Celsius's exclusive distribution partner. And they were in able the to do US. that because Bang at the time got sued and they had to basically turn their backs on Bang, right? That's right. Monster That's sued correct. Bang. This, it's, it's literally a soap opera. It's, it's kind of the most interesting story of how Celsius got a distributor. I can't wait for the, the Netflix movie about this because it will be, it, it's going to be so good. But it, Bang it basically filed bankruptcy. Pepsi said, "Okay, who's next? We're gonna take. We're gonna take Celsius, and they are going to be." And and you're right. They they did take. They made this huge half billion dollar investment. They took a big stake, and they're now nationwide and next year expanding worldwide. But ready for this? Pepsi then gave Celsius on top of the half five hundred and fifty million dollars that they invested. They gave Celsius, I think, a $175 million budget to cancel every one of their distribution deals and to buy them out. So Celsius has now canceled every single distributor in the U.S., and they're in the process of also canceling the few that they have globally um, so that Pepsi can take over fully their distribution. Now, what's really fascinating about this is that Pepsi has 50,000 cold doors in the United States. So Pepsi over the past year 
has been in the process of getting Celsius in every single one of those cold doors, meaning you walk into a 7-Eleven or a grocery store, the the best way to sell energy is in a cold door. The, the only energy that section really of your grocery store, or your gas station. That's that's, that's really right. key because that's selling the one-off product that you take and drink immediately. Their other distribution channel is like an Amazon where you can buy a case of it at a time or a grocery store. You can buy Celsius kept that, but, but they need yeah. both. They need both and they have both. Celsius kept their direct Amazon sales and they, which by the way, they're number two as of last quarter in the world behind monster. I believe when they report earnings next week, there's a good chance that they will announce that they are now the number one, according to my research, uh, uh, highest volume seller on Amazon, not number two, but we'll see if that happens next week. That said, Pepsi, Pepsi is also a major distributor of stadiums, of schools, of food service, hospitals. Uh, in fact, they are, I think in that situation, larger than Coca-Cola here in the US, I believe. And Pepsi has been in the process of getting Celsius into all of those doors as well. Do, do hospitals and schools stock Monster as a Absolutely, they option? stock that's, uh, dude. That's what our yeah. kids need is monster energy drink to get through the day well, colleges dave colleges colleges okay. right so colleges are where energy is really important and really high volume selling and pepsi's really big in college uh food service so yes and also restaurants okay so pepsi is big in terms of restaurant distribution and this is all happening right now with celsius uh, they are in the final stages of finalizing those last doors for Celsius over the next few quarters in the U.S. And starting in 2024, and here's where it gets really interesting, they are going to take Celsius global in the same manner that Coca-Cola took Celsius global. 2024, they're just going to do a few key markets for learning. 2025 and 2026, they're going to go hard distributing Celsius globally. So there's your roadmap for Celsius growth, trying to grow from a currently where it is, which is 12 billion into something that looks more like Monster, which is a 50 plus billion and more recently was a $60 billion uh, company. So there is room if you follow the Monster footprint to become a company of that size, not to mention that Celsius, I believe, will not only take massive market share from Monster over the next few years, but more importantly, will dramatically expand uh, the market for energy drinks, again, to younger consumers, to female consumers, to more health conscious consumers. And that's where it gets really exciting for them. But even better, I think, that Celsius has one of the top five greatest social marketing teams. If you want to research Celsius, I'd recommend for you to go onto TikTok and to do a search for hashtag Celsius and spend about half an hour watching Celsius videos on TikTok. And you'll understand why this brand has been able to grow and accelerate their adoption so quickly over the past two years because they are outstanding, outstanding viral marketers. They have made this the cool brand. Okay. I told you guys, I went to my restaurant last week to research Celsius. I opened my laptop. I'm just in my 60 hours of research. Right. And in that one hour time period, two of the parties around me, I heard randomly talking about Celsius. I called Jordan. I was like, I can't even believe this. <laughs> like one of them was at a hockey game talking about how they couldn't believe that Celsius was everywhere at the, at the Dallas Stars hockey game. And another, as they were closing out their tab at my restaurant, these girls said, let's go. We need to go pick up some Celsius. I couldn't, I was like, this, if there was ever a sign, that is, that is a sign for me. So, you ever gone and picked up energy drinks with your friends, Chris? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's wild, guys. Now, also, the data, you know, I'm a data geek. Um, the data is undeniable for this quarter. Now, a lot of Wall Street has access to scannable data for, you know, how much of these energy drinks are being sold at grocery and at C-stores. So they kind of have pretty good insight into what the company is going to do this quarter. But I'm also pulling data on shopping cart 
uh, traction at Amazon.com, Walmart.com, and Target.com for when uh, Celsius, uh, the Celsius pages on those websites, and they all look pretty strong this quarter. I'm also analyzing Amazon search trends. So how many people are searching for Celsius on Amazon? And again, it looks like they're going to have a blockbuster quarter at Amazon. Um, their search volumes are, have continued to grow. If you look at energy bestsellers on Amazon, you will see that Celsius is now the number one best-selling uh, drink on Amazon. It, it's right up there. Number one, Monster is number two. Uh, additionally, I've been doing store checks in uh, at, at the wholesale clubs like Costco, where they've been for a couple of years. They recently expanded their SKUs at Costco. Uh, they now have two pallets at Costco with different flavors. They started that this last year. Um, I talked to the Costco restock guy this weekend in the back of Costco, and he told me they were moving Celsius better than anything else. Uh, and I was visibly able to see that by checking Costco, like, you know, on a Friday, then going back on Sunday and seeing how much product they were moving. So it seems like it's moving exceptionally well at Costco. The brand is going to expand their SKUs. Now, part of this is getting into more cold doors, which is what they're doing with Pepsi. They are also putting uh, 20,000, by the end of this year, they will have 20,000 designated Celsius-only refrigerators by the counter at 20,000 stores in the U.S. That's by the end of this year. So it's about expanding both the number of cold doors, but then also expanding the number of SKUs, the number of products you have in each door. So currently, I think they're up to almost 13 SKUs, uh, which is incredible, but they are going to expand further. So they're coming out with a 300 milligram caffeine product here in the next few weeks. Uh, they actually used to have one. They're rebranding it in a much bigger way. So Celsius is a 200 milligram caffeine product, which is pretty high. Okay, pretty high. Uh, some of the other energy drinks like Red Bull are half of that. So they're going to come out with a 300 milligram product because that's pretty popular. I believe in next year, there's a good chance that they're going to come out with a 100 milligram product that will make it more consumable for a lot of the females that feel that they're too caffeinated. Um, and at some point, they're likely to come out with a hydration product as well. You're probably familiar with Prime Energy, which is Logan Paul's uh, energy drink. They're really big in hydration. Now, I think, according to my data, that Prime has peaked and they're actually starting to fizzle, which is good news uh, for Celsius. Um but I think Celsius will eventually get into hydration. And what's really important here, guys, is that they have built an outstanding brand, okay? They have a trusted brand. They have a cool brand. They have the hot brand. So they have leverage to expand the number of SKUs and products, and people will trial them. They, they want to like them because they have an affinity towards the Celsius brand. Listen, you know this. Branding is everything right now. With the new generation, you have to win them over with branding. And Celsius has pulled that off. So they're the best tasting. They're the perceived healthiest. And they are the coolest brand. And now they have almost the best distribution right behind Coca-Cola and Monster with their long-term partnership with Pepsi. So there are so many things that are going well for this company right now. There's no way I cannot be heavily invested. There's no way I cannot be aggressively long this company. There's just too many things. I think oh. I listed out 10 reasons why I am aggressively long in Celsius. But now I want to give you two reasons why we need to be cautious and what to look out for in terms of red flags, because they're equally important, guys. As an investor, we have to be careful with um, anti-caffeine blowback, right? Like at some point, I think the government or just influencers in general, they like to take you down when you get too hot. Um, I think they're going to start to warn. They already kind of are about over-consuming caffeine. Uh, that yeah, I think, well, look, I mean, I, that's why I think the 100 milligram drink is going to be a good idea because I don't think people 
from what I've seen, from what I've seen with the research, you talked about alcohol, you talked about nicotine, you talked about, you know, you, you talked about caffeine. These things, um, alcohol is just straight up bad for you. It's poison, right? Um, but I think the research is starting to show that caffeine and nicotine can be protective in smaller doses, right? And so I don't think that there's is the negative stigma or going to be this growing blowback on uh, on on caffeine like you like you'll see with alcohol. I yeah, think they could overcome it, Jordan, with a lower caffeine yeah, drink. Was that yeah. Dave? I, I was going to say it could take a while for that blowback to actually happen, and at, at the same time, whoever's funding the study is going to be able to, like Jordan says, there's a protective effect with caffeine. Somebody's going to come up with a caffeine is good for you uh, argument at the same time. Others are saying caffeine is bad for you. So it's like, well, most of these biohackers, by the way, that, you know, the, they recommend a small amount of coffee, right? And they reckon, so that, and it's right around that 100 milligrams a day level is kind of so what one, they're recommending. Uh, one thing that's fascinating to me, guys, uh, is, and this is part of the caffeine movement. As I said, I, I truly believe that caffeine is a new alcohol, but it's not just a new alcohol. This concept of pre workout, I think, is so insane. Like, Jordan, back in the day, like we would go to the gym, we would work out as kids. We never like had pre-workout. Pre-workout, yeah. a big part of it is just caffeine now. And so people think that they need to consume massive amounts of caffeine before they go to the gym, before they work out. So now the before problem, they get yeah, and I'm not, I'm not a doctor, right? Uh, <laughs> but I've noticed that if I have, because I like to have coffee, but if I have too many coffee, like if I have, if I push the, one to two, or if I push my two to three before a bike ride, um, it can elevate your heart rate or it can elevate my heart rate too much and have negative effects on my workout. And so, yeah, I think with anything, you can overdo it, right? You can overdo nicotine. You can overdo, obviously you can overdo alcohol. We all know about that. And you can definitely, if I have too many cappuccinos in the morning, you don't want to be around me because I've overdone it and I'm jittery and it's not a good place to be. So yeah, I think, I think, that's just common sense, right? Is figuring out what the limit is, how much you can yeah. do, what's good for you. I cap myself at 12 ounces of black coffee two hours after I wake up, after I've had plenty of sunlight in my eyes. I do all that, all that stuff and it, and it works yeah. for me. Um, but I'm, I'm a, I'm a old male. Like I'm not their target demographic, right? I'll never get super caffeinated before I work out. That's just, I'm old school. I don't feel that that's necessary. I don't, I feel it's cheating almost like, but that's me. I'm all, like the kids, they all want to be caffeinated before they work out. I think it's insane, but it's part of the culture now. And it's a massive tailwind for the energy sector, guys. A lot of these kids don't want to drink anymore. We've seen the stats, 30% of Gen Z does not want to consume alcohol. We also I think it's great, by the way. Alcohol is terrible for you. <laughs> I agree. You know, I feel that way too. I feel that way too. But Ozempic and these new weight loss drugs are really tampering down the desire to consume alcohol, which by the way, is an amazing thing for society. I love that. Uh, at yeah. the same time, it's not doing that for for caffeine and people go out, they want to feel alive. They want to feel energized. They want to be able to keep up. Uh, and to quite honestly, compared to the alternative, and we wouldn't know what the alternatives are. Uh, alcohol, I, I mean, uh, caffeine is probably not that bad, right? <laughs> when you're going out. So I, I feel that this movement uh, towards caffeine is really not over yet. I feel it's, we're kind of midstream. It's going to get bigger celsius is there right time right place they're the health health version of this and i think it's just massive i do want to call it another red flag though because if you're investing in celsius you have to understand that the founder of this company was 84 years old uh the desantis uh uh family uh out of florida not the same as the desantis that's running for president and not even related i don't believe and he passed away in august uh so his estate now has a massive amount of shares. And over the past year, I think they were doing some planning. They might've known about his health issues. Over the past year, year and a half, 
they have been they have started to liquidate that portfolio of i think it's like 25 percent of the company shares are owned by this one individual and now his his estate uh they've done it through forward sale contracts and more recently the last couple weeks they've done it through uh selling options on their position so when you pass when you pass you have to pay a massive amount of taxes, the estate tax, right? And so I believe they're liquidating these positions to be able to pay taxes. Uh, the most recent option sale, I believe they received $60 million in option premium to sell like, I don't know, half a billion of stock uh, next year at a set price of 179. So that's an inferred sale price of 199, which is much higher than where the stock is now. So I kind of perceive that as good news. Um, but we do need to work through this liquidation. So when you have a shareholder that large, uh, that is potentially liquidating shares, it scares investors, it scares institutional investors, you know, who else it scares, it scares insiders, insiders have been selling this stock. The past few months, there were a bunch of big insider sales, including the CEO, I believe, back in August. And I think that they were selling because they saw that he had passed and they knew what was coming uh, and they wanted to get ahead of it. So the insider sales are freaking people out. Getting all those shares pushed on the market uh, is a headwind for the stock price. I think it's a big part of the reason why this stock, after it blew up to over $200 a share on blowout earnings last quarter, came down 50 bucks a share because of this insider selling and the perception of what was going to happen with this estate liquidating shares. Now, as an investor, I love that because let me tell you my rule. When you like a stock, you want it to go up. When you love a stock, the way I love Celsius, you want the stock to go down. Why? Because you want to buy more of that stock because you know it's just a matter of anyway. time. You're going to buy it before. anyway. You need to buy it at a lower price. And that comes to the, how are you sizing this investment? I saw there was a, a question. When we say all in, what, what does that mean? And how are you thinking about this? Because we, we have earnings next week and you're expecting crazy blowout earnings. But is that going to move the stock next week? Or are you thinking of this more of a long-term, like, yeah, I think that Celsius is something I want to be in for 10 years. So are you just buying stock? Are you buying options? That's that's my yeah. question. So uh, both. The answer is both. It's a double-digit percentage part of my portfolio. I don't want to go into exact numbers because, like, so I feel like when I- Somewhere between 10 and 99% of your portfolio? <laughs> no, no. Listen, I, you know, I feel strongly, Dave, the fact that we're not financial advisors. It's really important for people to make risk assessments based on their own risk tolerance and their portfolio objectives. So I don't want to go out and give a hard number because my concern is in the past when I've done that, people have thought that they should mirror that in their portfolio. And I really do not want people doing that. Um, in terms of earnings, yeah, they're going to be exceptionally strong. But uh, we're in a market environment where, listen, if a company does ten, nine things right and has one little word of caution for any reason, whether it's margins or anything else, it, it, it could really destroy a stock. So, like, I, I don't know what market expectations are for Celsius. I think the market knows they're going to blow out earnings next week. We'll see how the market reacts to it. I, I'm not overly concerned because if Celsius comes down next week, for me... I'm going to have to find a way to go in heavier. Uh, I loved it when Celsius came down this week. Celsius had a huge down day when they were down 10 bucks. Everybody completely freaked out on heavy volume. You know what I did? I bought more. I bought yeah. more. And now they're up eight bucks, I think, seven or eight bucks from where it's they five, were. When $5 they today um, and then a few bucks towards the end of the day yesterday. So, yeah. Yeah. So do you remember, I don't know if you guys were on that text string with me. I think it was a different text string and people were like, oh my gosh, what happened to Celsius? You freaked out. I was like, I bought more. I bought more. I was like, I'm, I'm not freaked out. I think this has to do with the DeSantis estate uh, selling those options. People the estate, somebody came out equal weight on the stock yesterday, which why would that trigger a sell-off? Like that's that the dumbest analyst, thing. Who cares what some random analyst thinks? Jordan, the analyst, uh, I think, 
I think their performance, annualized performance after their calls is negative 18%. I think they're rated amongst yeah. the bottom 20% of all sell-side analysts. Oh, really? It's absolutely yeah. hilarious. And even though they had an equal weight, their price target was 190 which is like 30-something dollars over what the stock right. was trading. Nothing right. makes sense about that report. But you know what? This is a volatile stock. It's volatile because just like Monster, if you look at the history of Monster stock, all along the way, everyone always said, you know what, there's a thousand competitors, they're going to get taken down. There's no way they can continue because there's no barrier to entry. And what no one understood was that people have affinity towards their energy drink and distribution is everything. And Monster had the affinity, the brand, and they had the cold doors. Now, I will say this, to my knowledge, Monster has never experienced the growth as a public company that Celsius has in terms of sales revenue growth. Celsius has been growing triple digits the last couple of years, and it looks like they just might grow nearly triple digits again this year. Monster has never seen anything like that. So we have a company here as a public company that is growing, I think, faster than Monster, okay? That yeah. shows you the brand affinity. And now they have Pepsi. The roadmap is sown. At the same time, it's an energy drink and it seems insane to value it at 10 plus billion or what Monster is, hopefully someday, tens and tens of billions. Yeah. The okay, market so somebody just mentioned the class action lawsuit against Celsius, which is true. There was a class action suit. It was Settled. about... Settled. Natural flavors. Um, so they it, said it, it was all natural flavors or no preservatives or something like that. And apparently there was got one acid, which is a preservative. So it seems like a pretty nitpicky class suit. Jordan, it's it's done. It's over. They settled it. For yeah, like it's, it's done. Bucks. It's settled. Yeah. For seven million or something. That's done. Also, yeah. there was another lawsuit with i forget the rapper said that they owed him 58 million dollars for his sponsorship he won they're 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 now still in court trying to appeal that but i i don't care i'm not concerned about that this is a company that is cash flowing by the way on the cost side because if you really want to dig into the quarter what's really fascinating i think is that and by the way am i might am i the only person on earth that enjoys binging earnings report transcripts. Because like the other week when I went, I read two years of earnings report transcripts on Celsius. And it was one of the best nights I've had in a long time. I was, it was just so fun. I And, and I've now gone back and read a few of those a second time. And if you're going to invest in any company, you better read those earning transcripts because it's the only way that you'll understand what the marginal drivers of price are for the investors, the institutions that follow it and the analysts that follow it. So you might one the thing that I thought was interesting was their margins. Their gross margins were 40 to 45 percent. Uh, and they said that their goal was to get into the mid 40s. This last quarter, their gross margins were like 49 percent. And they attributed that partially to lower transport trucking fees, right? And also uh, better aluminum pricing, I believe. So I pulled a chart this week on transport costs for trucking. And what I saw is that over the past 90 days, trucking costs have come down dramatically from even the prior quarter. So I think, although they're saying that they didn't think they were going to be able to repeat that 49% gross margin, I think they just might do it again uh, when they report next week because trucking costs have continued to come down. Uh, aluminum costs, I believe, have continued to kind of stay down or come down even a bit more. So I don't know, man. I like everything seems to be moving in the right direction for these guys at Celsius. And it's really hard to find a company in today's market that has this type of growth, that has a product that is relatively recession proof, right? It sells for a couple bucks. That's an addictive product. I just love so many things about Celsius here. And I and I look at what the market is worried about and the market is super 
worried about their ability to continue on that growth pattern, but I see it with Monster in terms of the roadmap. I see it with their distribution. I don't know why they wouldn't continue. Now, obviously, the growth is going to come down. They can't grow at 100% like year over year over year. But you look at how the growth, Jordan, is translating to their bottom line. It's ridiculous. The profits the last couple quarters, dude, they're growing profits. They're growing, they're growing their net at like 400%. If they continue to do that, and I don't know why they won't continue How to do that. They? They, they, have, they have the new distribution and the, the Pepsi relationship is going to help them drive down the price of their products and the price of distributing it. And they're going to continue to maintain their margins because it's a... It's not an expensive product. A dollar fifty a can, two dollars, whatever it is. As it, as we mentioned, it is cheaper than buying a Starbucks coffee, and has similar uh, caffeine effects. And it's being marketed as a healthy workout product. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. I mean, that's all. The the biggest risk factor for me right now are those, is that institutional... Insider selling found the, the one state family selling. selling. Yeah. Also, and, and there's like, a, this is such a volatile stock. This stock has been up and down over the past couple of years. During this growth phase, it's had huge swings, both up and down. So it's like anytime I see a huge downswing, it's like, okay, let, let me get some more. Yeah. So, so Dave, there is another institutional owner that's 10%, owns over 10% of the company. China, it's a Chinese owner, and things aren't going great in China right now. Now, that Chinese owner has also started to take profits this summer, uh, and so that's worrisome. But that's kind of the red – that's the thing to worry about. The thing to worry about are these shareholders that have owned the stock forever. Now the stock is like 4, really moving. 4,000% yeah. gains for some of these. And so that's why it's just hard. It's, it's hard not to take a little bit of profit. And if you own 10% of the company, taking a little bit of profit for you is a huge sell-off. But Dave, also the founder of the company who owns 25%, his kids and grandkids don't have that personal relationship to the company that he did. They probably just want their money, right? <laughs> they, they want to diversify. They want their cash. So we have to understand that that outflow, it's going to happen, right? The liquidations are going to happen over the next couple of years. And that will be a headwind, but it's also an opportunity because if not for that, if not for this junky market, um, honestly, like the market from a couple of years ago, if that was still here today and we didn't have these insiders selling and these the founder estate selling, Celsius could be at double where it is today, right? Easily, easily at double, maybe triple um, in that market. So I'm glad that we're in the market we're in. I'm glad that we have the insiders selling. I'm glad that we have the founders. I'm not glad that he died, but I'm glad that his estate is starting to liquidate because it provides that liquidity and that opportunity for the new round of investors that believe this can be a $50 billion competitor globally to a company like Monster to acquire shares at what seems like an unreasonable price based on today's PE quickly becomes reasonable if they hit these growth metrics over the next year. And if they can expand in in foreign markets at the rate that Monster did, right now Celsius only has four to 5% of their sales from a few test markets uh, outside of the US. Uh, Monster and Red Bull do 40 to 50% of their sales overseas, the rest of the world, right? I can't wait for Celsius to come to Mexico. And and I, and I will say this guys, like I I just, I'm, I'm a real believer in caffeine. I I mean, I'm not because I love caffeine, but but I see, I see the addictive nature of caffeine. I, I think unlike sugar, where we're having major, major blowback on sugar, um, and food, like, I think we will get blowback on caffeine at some point and it will intensify, but not to the level of alcohol, 
not to the level of sugar, okay? And I feel like caffeine is the kind of guilty pleasure of choice for the new generation. And I want to be invested in what I believe is going to be the market leader in caffeine. Now, historically, it's been Starbucks, but again, uh, <laughs> and by the way, Starbucks had blowout, a blowout quarter this morning. Like, did you see that? Wow. Uh, they're killing it. Maybe Dutch Bros is something to look at again. I know one of our community members. Uh, so there's a new Bloomberg product that allows Bloomberg's 25,000 bucks a year, but there's a new Bloomberg product that allows you to see people through like 300 apps on your phone allows you to see where people are going every day right and bloomberg now gives access to that as of a few weeks ago so you can see how many check-ins there are virtually through places like dutch bros and starbucks and one of our community members has a bloomberg terminal uh in the discord dummy dummy dot tv discord and is going all in on Dutch Bros, which is a stock we've talked about in the past. But the rub for Dutch Bros is it was way overvalued, way too hot. Now the insiders have kind of gotten to sell their shares. The stock is down considerably from where it was after it IPO'd. So maybe we'll take another look at Dutch Bros because you know I kind of I kind of like Dutch Bros. I, I like the vibe. I like their model, um, and. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that'll be a conversation for another day. I'm not invested in Dutch Bros, but our community likes it. I want to give a shout out to another one of our community members. I can't name him, but he shared some really interesting data the last couple of weeks on Garmin. And a bunch of our community members went in on Garmin and Garmin just nailed earnings. I looked at it and I was like, I don't have time to research Garmin. I haven't slept in weeks between my big investment in Deck, Deckers, uh, and now Celsius. I just didn't have time and I regret it because, man, that was a nice pop that Garmin had. So uh, Crocs, by the way, Crocs really, <laughs> hey, dude, screwed Crocs, I think, this, this morning, Dave. And that's Did why they, I, I warned our community. Uh... I said, guys. I love the international numbers on Crocs. They look super strong, but I was very nervous about domestic Crocs and domestic Hey Dudes. I haven't even read the report, but from what I understand, Hey Dudes pooped it this morning. But I might I might buy Crocs here because you know how I feel about that new tote bag line and backpack line. If I can get Crocs in the 50s again, it, now that everyone has their expectations on Hey Dudes way down, you know, the next couple couple months might be a good time to get back into Crocs. I do have some Crocs, but not a lot. You're ready for those springtime, the springtime bag sales. Uh, yes. I do want to talk about Molson Coors real quick because because Albon asked about TAP. I did have a position in TAP. TAP had earnings this morning. They blew it out. Blew it out. They crushed earnings and the stock continued to go down. They popped early. They were popping pre-market but then once market opened they went down i've seen this script before okay i've been watching tap closely since their investor day about a month ago and i am telling you there is a massive massive movement against alcohol right now uh on wall street with wall street institutions uh except for alcohol companies that have big growth internationally but domestically, there's concern that these weight loss drugs, Novo, Ozempic, are going to be a terrible thing for alcohol sales the way they started to hit food companies. I don't disagree with them. So even Which, though, by the support, way, is total bull so far. If people are, there's no way that, do you know how many people? nationally or on any of these drugs it's nowhere near enough to actually make a huge dent in any of these companies yet jordan i would tend to agree with you for the moment but i think and so i think that any 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 time that these guys are coming out and blaming you know these uh, retailers are are citing that as a reason they're for citing it but it's think about it think about it people's sales. credit cards are at all-time highs and all you know all of these different factors i don't think it's glp ones yet it, 
Jordan, that, that doesn't that doesn't sniff out. I agree with you, but the market institutions are looking years. It's out a trade. It's a people are making the trade, trade, right? They're nervous. Tap is yeah. on the wrong side of that trade. I am so pissed off right now. I lost a bunch of money in Molson Coors, and there's it's insane because their numbers are through the freaking roof. They crushed earnings. They deserve to be up ten bucks right now. I did yeah. sell uh, with about two thirds of what I had remaining in Molson Coors this morning. I was pissed about it. I just took the loss. I'm moving on. Uh, you know, like I said, caffeine's the new alcohol. Uh, <laughs> I'm I, listen. I'm pissed about it. So for anyone else that was in on it, oh by the way, Zoa Energy is part of Molson Coors. They seem to be doing okay-ish, but they are no Celsius, okay? They're no Celsius. Let's just admit it. I think Zoe is going to be a nice segment for Molson Coors, but it's it's just, it's in a different planet, different planet in terms of yeah. their ability to grow and their attraction. Uh, guys, I have a lunch that starts in two minutes at, at – <laughs> And it's 15 minutes away. I, I've had so much fun in this episode talking about Celsius. I had time. I'm in I'm trouble, guys. Nice. I got to move. All right. Well, that's going to do it then. This is Dumb Money. Make sure you subscribe because you never know when we're going to do one of these shows. And when we have a big trade, we always do a show. So subscribe, turn on the bell, uh, listen to our podcast. It's, you know, you can find us everywhere on the interwebs. We are Dumb Money. We will see you next week. 